0: all right and here we go in five four three two one
1: what is going on everybody welcome to the level with you show and i think we're gonna have to do a quick refresh here tyler because i am hearing myself and Uh, it's extremely distracting
0: you gotta gotta mute the stream and then discord (laughs) okay okay just uh, uh however kenny did it
2: yeah just right click on the stream and it'll it'll let you do it
1: all right cool cool starting again in three two one what is going on everybody welcome to the level with you show joining me this week i have tyler hadley
0: hey everybody i'm on camera today Ooga booga.
1: The Sub-Zero hero himself, Kenny Castro. Ooh, what's up, what's up, what's up? And my name is Wiley Olmstead. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is a weekly video game podcast where the three, sometimes four, sometimes two of us get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. This week we got a lot to talk about. We've been playing the new Souls-like Mortal Shell. And Tyler's got to talk about Sea of Stars, the upcoming old school JRPG-like from the creators of The Messenger, which he's got early access to because he is a backer. Kenny's got some impressions of the new Madden, Madden 21, because he pre-ordered. We're getting all types of pre-order bonuses. As well as lots of news to go over from the DC fandom event. We got our first look at Rocksteady's game that they've been working on for so many years, as well as Arkham Knights and a slew of other DC news. But before we get into that, we like to chat with each other a little bit. Let people know that if they are watching live on Twitch, feel free to hop in with a question, a comment, anything like that. Or if you're watching the video later on YouTube or listening on a podcast service, feel free to reach out to us in our Discord or in the comments section. All right, guys, so how we doing this week? How you feeling out there? Any mm. big storms that you had to deal with? Well, there was Any... a big storm the other day. There was, but I was, like, weren't we talking about that last week?
0: Uh, I mean there's kind of another big storm. Not as big, but...
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess that didn't reach up here in old Hatfield out in the boonies, but <laughs> uh... Not. So how have things been going with your Insanity Tile? Are you keeping up with it? Nope. I've been, <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: been off of that for like the last two weeks or so. <laughs> um, okay. But I'm trying my darndest to uh still eat healthy. <laughs> so that's pretty much all i've been doing but i do really want to get back into doing something and i'm like still kind of like itching at like like i want something like a gym like i i miss lifting weights i miss Mm -hmm. uh i miss like being on the treadmill or the elliptical and also being able to like watch my animes while getting my cardio
1: in uh definitely can't do that with insanity (laughs) no no that's way too demanding that's that's why for me i always know i would get burnt out so i haven't ever jumped in although i know it works for you when you like you do it for a few weeks you like you slim down you're feeling good mm-hmm. and you're back in your good habits but that's just too much to keep up forever for me anyway yeah yeah it's it's good if you're like
0: getting married in a few months and you want to like slim down or something like that uh, mm-hmm. Or you got this? Or you got this big party? You want to look good for everybody in your bathing suit in front of? Uh, it's good for it's good for those kinds of things. <laughs> You're going on vacation. Uh,
1: well, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's a good way to look at it. All right, Kenny. What about you? How's things over in Springfield?
2: Hasn't been too bad. It's been pretty good. I can't complain. You know, um, just taking it easy. You know, work. I did my, my birthday weekend then week last week. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. It, it was that your birthday, like,
1: day after last week's show. Happy birthday. Happy
2: birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, it was a lot of fun. We were Saturday. We got together at the house. Tyler came over. We grilled some steak tip kebabs that Tyler put together. Uh, we grilled some bacon wrapped scallops. Um, Ooh, so fancy. So foil Dilly. packet shrimp. And salmon, there's, there's sausage. <laughs> if it wasn't for Tyler's kebabs, we would have had no vegetables. It would have been just straight protein. <laughs> uh, well, that
1: sounds like a good time. And how would everything turn out, Tyler? You'd be the judge. No,
0: yeah, everything was good. Uh, nice. Even though Kenny's girl was hating on my steak tips. <laughs> <laughs> What was wrong with them? Did you
2: marinate them long enough.
0: You said they were no. too chewy she just,
2: because of the timing. Like Tyler and Caitlin prefer, you know, a little undercooked, you know, more rare on the rare side. Mm-hmm. He's not that kind of person. So the first round when we pulled it out, it wasn't. And then the thing is with her is that after she has it and it kind of is not how she likes it, he's like struggles to even go back to it. It's done her. Yeah, it's done for her in her head for the day. <laughs> yeah
0: no but yeah, yeah. All, all the seafood is really good scallops the salmon had some sausage there's a lot of food I, for six people
2: i sat there right so when i went to big y this is why the people don't let me go to big y by myself i i was sitting there and i was like oh what should i grab i'm putting things in the cart and then i happened across the ba- the you know the pack of pre-prepped you know bacon wrapped scallops and i was like hmm me and tyler were fans of scallops because I remember that one event that we, showed, or that we both went to for, the, for our job, and we were fucking up scallops. <laughs> like. They are delicious, <laughs> whatever they are. There's the white circle mysteries of the sea. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm grabbing these, because <laughs> at least if it's only me and Tyler, I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll kill this whole pack of bacon-wrapped scallops. Yep, sounds like an easy thing to do. Well, me personally,
1: I just had my first year anniversary. I got married on August twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. Happy anniversary!
2: Happy anniversary! We were Thank we were all much. there a
0: year ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, what a different time, a simpler time. <laughs> I know. Shout out, shout out, to my boy, whoever was part of the catering catering crew, who kept bringing me other oh, tapas, the appetizers. <laughs> my <laughs> yeah, my man's that. was only focused on my table at that point. I know he's a fan of the show. <laughs> <Nice>. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and let's see. Uh, we went to Vera Cruzana. Went for Mexican. Ooh. We kind of were just walking around downtown looking for a low-key outdoor dining place. And it was Monday night, so town was dead. And we got a, a nice little table all to ourselves. That place is on point. They're all, they're like I used to have mixed feelings about them, but the last like four or five times I've been, they really are delicious. And uh, so yeah, I got some papusas, which is like my new favorite Mexican thing uh what is it exactly
0: what is a pupusa
1: it's like a stuffed corn tortilla with beef and cheese so it's kind of like a burrito i
2: don't know like it's like
1: maybe it is uh it totally could be but they they have it at at vera cruzana and Mm. it's sort of like a imagine like a half inch corn tortilla so much thicker than normal but Mm. it's stuffed with cheese and and pulled pork or barbacoa or something like that. And so it's like a cheesy, a savory pancake, savory Mexican pancake. Nice. And stuffed jalapenos, a couple fish tacos. We definitely had some leftovers, but
2: Primo, you know. What it, question, we, did they have any red red onion to throw on top of the pupusas? Uh, didn't come with them, but
1: it did come with a side of, Slaw, like a vinegar okay, slaw. And, yeah, the vinegar uh, slaw is
2: good to throw on top of it. Perfect.
1: Nice. And a little bit of hot sauce. Actually, like a pretty fairly substantial cup of it. So. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I'm going to check them out. Cool. I think they got. Do they have one in Springfield? I know they have one in East Hampton and Northampton.
2: Um, cruzano I don't think so. I don't think so. But there is a, there was at least a Salvadorian restaurant on Hancock that made some amazing cebuchas. But I think they suffered a fire. But the owner is, I think, doing takeout orders out of her home. So I haven't, I haven't reached out to her yet. Oh wow,
1: yep. uh, well, The third location I knew there was one is in Amherst. There's, there's not one in, uh, out your, your guys' way, but. Anyway, so that was the highlight of my week. Other than that, been playing a decent amount of Mortal Shell. Um, That's been taking up most of my gaming attention. And riding my bike, doing other quarantine things. Uh, So that's that. You guys have anything else you want to bring up before we get into what we've been playing? Nah,
0: man. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. All right.
1: Tyler and I both picked up Mortal Shell, the new Souls Like uh, from a new indie studio. It's 30 bucks, not a full $60, $60 game. Uh, it definitely has some AAA visuals for the most part. Uh, you know, sometimes you maybe see that it's a smaller team, but it's very visually impressive for an indie game made by a studio less than 20 people. Uh, Tyler blazed through the game in like three, three days. Because Kennya was like, "Wiley's way better at these types of games, so... <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> nah, it's, it's to start with you, Wiley. You're like, oh, this first boss is so hard, you're not gonna like it. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I got this. Hold my beer.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I just put
1: the cherry on top. Yeah, okay. Well, so I guess it was both of us motivating him, but... <laughs> so yeah a few days a couple days after we started playing tyler messaged me he's just like yeah i just got to new game plus i'm like Mm. shit (laughs) let's step my game up (laughs) it's a short
0: game it's really short
1: it is really short and i made the unfortunate mistake of i think trying to tackle easily the toughest dungeon before the other two dungeons so that was why i was initially frustrated but tyler before. I give my thoughts. I wanna, I wanna hear your overall feelings about the game. This is, I think, maybe this first Souls-like that you've actually completed. Uh,
0: well, I finished Blood. I, compl- I beat Bloodborne.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, second. Um, so you're, you're familiar with the genre. You're just not like all about it.
0: I mean, I, I definitely have fun with it. Um, I mean, you were there. My first playthrough of Bloodborne. Um. And I just got caught somewhere, but then I ended up g- going back to it, and actually getting a lot farther, having a lot more fun with it. I don't, I, don't, I I really can't really say what it was that like got me so much more into it compared to the first time I played it. Um, but I did have enjoy it a lot more. And same thing goes for like this game, Mortal Shell. Um, I mean, right off the bat, it it seemed a little tough to get used to like the the mechanics of it like hardening and um and then they introduced like the parry system and the parry system didn't feel like super uh like it well timed and stuff like that um but over time i got more used to it and then that kind of like made me realize that it really isn't as in depth as like a bloodborne um when it came to like enemies and stuff like that
1: um that That's my personal biggest gripe with the game, is that I feel as you, I progressed, the enemies became more and more repetitive, uh, especially in the overworld of fallgrim, to a point where I thought that the later portions of the game, where you are in the sort of hub world, which connects the three dungeons that you need to complete in order to uh, finish your ultimate goal, it's a pretty they spell out what you need to do pretty early on and towards the end it sort of becomes more fogged up more corrupted with undead enemies to the point where before i fought the final boss and i was making my trek back the game has quite a bit of backtracking to the area that i needed to sort of initiate the final encounter it was just nothing but these little zombie guys that are so annoying. They're they're not challenging on their own. So you feel the need to just run past them. Eventually you're lost. You've you've got like seven of them, sometimes ten of them aggroed chasing you, and you're just like, I want to explore and find some items, maybe find some secrets, but I can't unless I want to keep fighting this repetitive ass enemy. And I that's what I, I honestly was pretty sour on the game in, in the final couple hours. However I don't think that the experience as a whole, if you're a fan of the genre, is something that you want to miss. I think that uh, the combat does some really unique things. I think that the the mortal shell itself, which is a uh, technique that you do by clicking L2, and you instantly become invincible to literally, I think, every attack in the game. And Mm -hmm. you can do this mid-attack, you can do this, you know, if you're you can hold it down and do it for like ten seconds if you just want to wait for them to come to you, <laughs> they get a little bit of a stagger.
0: Yeah, like uh, project- I thought that was great. Projectiles won't hit you at all. You can just like take as many projectiles as, that that's gonna come at you as you're in your show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a, a neat mechanic which you do kind of find out ways to exploit enemies. But I the game is challenging for sure. Like and especially upfront and late game, I think. I think for the middle portion of it, I was a little bit breezing through it once I had uh, leveled up my preferred weapon of choice uh, and my shell of choice. I'll say the other main thing that the game does is that as, as opposed to having builds that are very customizable, there are four shells that you find throughout your playthrough. Now, Tyler, which of the four shells did you prefer?
0: Um, so my favorite shell was Solomon, the Scholar. I really liked him. That's the
1: very- that's the very first one.
0: No, it's a well, I found him second. So he's- oh, he's- oh. he's the one after- yeah, he's the one after that first, uh, like, monster boss. Uh, or pretty much like the- the first boss, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's, it, which is a very good boss. It took me a few tries. I was getting frustrated, but I was getting acclimated to the parrying, which is a big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, the game has sort of a Bloodborne-esque timing for the parrying, as in your, as opposed to shooting them with your shotgun or whatever, as you would do in Bloodborne. In this game, you kind of hold up a little thing, uh, which enables you to heal yourself. The game doesn't have a traditional Estus flask, which seems like it would be a major, major, Difficulty increase, but your health pool is quite a bit larger than it is in a game like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, where two or three hits can knock you out. That that's not really the case in Mortal Shell, which so that it compensates. Um, so, why did you uh, like Solomon? Um, I thought he had
0: kind of like the best balance of stamina and HP. Um, I think he had like one notch below like the the highest shell's HP. But then he also had a a decent amount of stamina. Uh, I think he also had like five or six uh, like resolve reserves that you could save up for. Um, and his his abilities were actually, were also really kind of op in some instances. I think. Um, so I think one of his abilities was you would gain a resolve meter every time you talked to a new NPC so you could like literally just kind of like spam those filled. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> um, cool. Um and then I think every time you use like a special attack it, it healed you for a little bit. So when you upgrade your weapon uh with that that first section you're you unlocked the, the L1 R1 uh like super move or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And that healed him for a little bit. Um but yeah, he, I mean, he's just the one I kind of, like, ended up playing the most with. Um, I did go through uh, a little ways as um, the shell that had, like, the huge amount of HP, but a little about a little amount of stamina. Um, mm-hmm. And
1: I just kind of got tired of not having any stamina. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'll take you to my pick. It's him. Uh, er- Aridum the Venerable, the... For me, the third one that I found has a massive health bar. Like, like it it just trounces the others. Like, to me, it was like, who was struggling early on? I was like, this is a game changer. I, it's, you know, sure I have less stamina, but I'm using my hammer weapon, which takes up less stamina than all the other ones, and um, so I was able to, even though I was playing with little stamina, I could still get a good four or five attacks in with a hammer, which is sort of the light weapon where you can really, it's called the, it's the hammer and chisel, so you're not just, it's not just like a big hammer like you might be envisioning, it's actually the game's lightest weapon, of which there are also four. Uh, I thought that I felt most nimble with the hammer and chisel, and I stuck with it mainly through the whole game, because it's only about, for me, I would say 14 hours, maybe, and once I had upgraded it to plus four, there was really no point in going back unless I decided to go back for new game plus. What about you?
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I was kind of like saving some of the the acids or whatever they were called to increase the damage for weapons just because that was before I unlocked all the weapons. Um But then after I had a chance to actually like use each one of the weapons, I was like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna like put everything I have into the hammer because that's what I preferred using." Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. I really liked some of the animations of the other ones. I think they all looked really stylish. I think that uh, the game as a whole has a nice vibe to it. I think the voice acting does a great job of emulating the Souls series. It's got that kind of creepy and distant uh, and Dry sense of humor that the Souls games have with its NPCs. Um, I think that the armors of the shells look fantastic. I don't know about you, but like whenever there was a cutscene, and especially with my character, I thought he was the most badass of the four shells. I was like, dang, that looks like some top level Dark Souls, Dark Souls armor. It, it looked awesome. Oh, so uh, I, yeah, I yeah it a, like the game looked yeah.
0: really, really good. I agree.
1: Uh, so overall, it, it frustrated me more often than it wasn't with its backtracking, um, with its repetitive enemy encounters that uh, eventually started to feel like a bit of a slog. The ba- the boss fights are are hit or miss. Uh, there's only one that sort of. Touches any sort of spectacles that you might see in, in one of the you know couple dozen boss fights that you encounter in a Dark Souls, uh, like a Dark Souls Three or Bloodborne. But was if that you're the, a fan uh, of
0: the... the ice guy, is that what you're thinking of?
1: Well, no, I was actually referring to the to to the the last one. Uh, uh, but I, the ice one is is a close second. I I, I think that that was a pretty cool one. Uh, and Maybe I'm not giving it enough credit as far as the boss fights go, because some of the best boss fights in the Souls games are against sort of creatures or uh, individuals around your size, which they don't like dwarf you like in Dark Souls or Bloodborne, typically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know what I'd give it out of ten. I think I'm gonna mess around with New Game Plus a little bit, try a few more weapon types before I write up a review and get that on the channel and look for it in the in the coming weeks. Oh, no, we you being invaded by a wild party with sleuths?
2: Kick them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Kenny, thanks for staying patient for our mortal shell conversation. You played the newest Madden, Madden 21. You returned to your Madden Monday grind.
2: Tell me oh, about no. how it went. Oh, no, Anthony has thrown everything off. I'm sorry, I think so. I'm like, I was so distracted. So Madden 21. Let me give my ADHD under control. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So started Madden Mondays again last night. Tyler was in the chat for a good portion of it, you know, hyping me up, keeping me in focus at times, mentioning about how reminding me sometimes of how, you know, certain actions and certain, you know, route on a certain Roads of this, uh, like of this course, I would take during games is how I start losing, and oh. kept me kind of centered. So I was like, okay, you know, it, but it was fun, you know. I got, I had some big plays going on at times. Now, when um, I popped
1: in, you were playing with your Saints. I thought you were gonna do a little bit of uh, expanding your horizons.
2: So actually, let me talk about that. When you jumped in, you saw that my my team had the Saints uniform, but I was playing ultimate team so in reality what you saw was just the you, the uniforms i decided to go with uh, but in okay. reality ultimate team is like practically like a like a card collecting game where you right, play right. the actual game so i had ryan Tannehill from the tennessee titans as my quarterback and i had you know at one point in time i think when you first jumped in i might have had cooper cup Cortland Sutton as my wide receivers, you know, and I was kind of struggling. I had no speed in the wide wide receiver department. And then, you know, Tyler was like, listen, I'm here, here for the card pack open. And I'm like, I got, so I used my rewards points for, for Xbox live rewards. Got a $10 gift card. You know, I put myself up as just chatting while I was doing that, bought myself some, some coins with that. And then I started opening some packs. You know as you'll see on the screen this is what my team looks like so you'll see like you know some of them are saints players some of them aren't you know it's a little mix and match whatever the best players that i can get for each position they're the ones that are in there at all times and it's it's a fun mode it's one of those where just because you have better players than me doesn't mean you're guaranteed the win Mm, okay
1: and how about from a gameplay perspective? In the couple hours you played, were you able to see how it differed from Madden Twenty?
2: Yeah, I, I, there was a little, little small things like in previous in previous Madden's, like when you got within inches of a first down or within inches of a touchdown, you're you know you would yell like "Wow, just reach over," right? Because in real life, what would the player do? He'd reach over for the extra yardage. Mm-hmm. And here, they actually naturally if they're if their traits, their their stats and their traits are high enough, um, they will reach over for that first down. Like they're within inches, they're you'll see your your player go with the ball, reach over by one one hand or reach over both hands at, with the ball. So I think that's a nice added feature. You know, it's it's not bad. Um, right now it feels I, I the speed to it is a little different. I feel like every Madden has a slight. A slight adjustment to their speed, mm-hmm. so it yeah. takes me. It takes me a little bit to just get adjusted to the to the speed and try and get it get it figured out. And as such. an
1: observer of Madden for the most part, uh it does seem like it. Several years ago was pretty fast. Like it, it was, it did not feel as sim like as it does nowadays. Is that fair to say?
2: Oh yeah, big time. It was definitely at one point in time very fast, which some people enjoy, some people don't. I, for me personally, I like it. I like a little balance of both because I could, I could go and play a whole game and just throw the ball all game and that'll feel very fast. Or I could kind of grind it out by running the ball. So I, I don't mind either, either side of the speed, but it's always that adjusting period when I first get the game and figuring out the exact speed of everything, you know, mm-hmm. like how fast some of these plays roll or just how fast defenders react, you know, to kind of trying to learn that window. Because sometimes some people let the computer react to it. Some people react, uh, you will change into the player themselves and try to react to it. Most of the time when you see me play, you'll see that I'm trying to switch into the nearest defender if I'm not in the area and try to make a play on the ball. Uh, Okay. So that's me. You know, some people really, you know, they don't trust themselves. They think they're going to mess up the plays, so they won't do that. Um, but I will do want to touch on a new mode that they added. You're not gonna see any footage over here because I didn't play it last night because I was just focused on Ultimate Team and playing and playing head to heads on Ultimate Team yesterday. But the new mode is called the Yard. It's almost like backyard football. No linemen. Everybody's eligible to catch the ball. Um, it's like a one or two second count before the somebody can rush the quarterback. And you can the you'll see the players like throw behind the back passes, get real flashy with it, like throw like sideways passes. Some NFL
1: Street type shit.
2: NFL Street type type thing. (laughs) And I was like, wow, this is this is nice. And then you could gear, you could unlock and buy gear with like credit that you earn throughout playing any kind of mode in the game. So you'll use that credit to buy like a new helmet that's real flashy with some nice graphics on it or buy like a nice cool mouthpiece my guy currently (laughs) nice mouthpiece dang they're really destined destinyifying everything everything you could buy almost every little piece of thing and customize your guy like right now my guy has a black one one arm and yellow in one arm um sleeve that says end racism and you know that type of thing but with the real colorful white with pink and yellow uh, like jersey (laughs) and the helmet that's real uh, the helmet is like glitchy so it like, it looks like it's a, like, like if there's a glitch happening on my helmet, you know, so it's, you know, I have my guy re- really nicely customized out in that game mode. Man. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> so it's been fun. I think it, I think this time, this is a matter that I do recommend spending $60 on because they, they added some new things. You know, it's not just the same all franchise online head to head ultimate team and a random, you know, story to follow. We have even the yard that I think people are going to be spending a lot of time playing, especially since you could play with, with your friends. I think you can play up to like four or five people on the same team. So this game
1: does not have the story mode uh what was called like Basically, first sh-
2: first shot or something. They had the first shot story which was like 2 years ago, then it was face of the franchise and once again they brought it back again face of the franchise. Well, okay so you so, start out i did a couple hours of that i don't know if you're gonna ask that or anything i'll um, go ahead yeah yeah so how
0: dare you <laughs> um
2: Who's oh that? you guys can hear me
0: oh shit who is that?
2: <laughs> spooky uh, ooh, don't mind me i'm just haunting behind you. <laughs> wiley don't look behind you <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> oh, man. So, basically, the franchise is back. You, could, you play about three to four games as a high school player. Then they, you, know, you get to pick the college you want to go to. Then you play another three to four games. You go to com- the combine, do your, your workouts, try and work your draft grade, and then you get drafted, and then you keep on from there. But it's not too bad. Sounds like a pretty standard my player mode type of thing of yep. these days. Yep.
1: Cool. Well, uh, you can catch Kenny playing Madden on Mondays on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash level with you. Are you going to stick with that 9 o'clock time
2: frame, or is that to be determined? I think I might. I think I might. Um, you know, it gives me time to, to get the kids ready, you know, do whatever, maybe watch a show with the wife before hopping on and playing. Cool.
1: All right, so tentatively, 9 PM Eastern time, Mondays. Catch Kenny, challenge him, cheer him on, whatever you want to do. All right, Tyler. Next up, we have Sea of Stars. Now, I don't think this game is on too many people's radars as of now, but it should be because it looks real cool. It is a spiritual follow-up to games like Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, other 90s RPGs um, created by the team that made The Messenger, which was an homage to uh ninja guide and esque platformers of yesteryear so uh tyler got access to this due to being a backer in the games kickstarter campaign and let you have the floor
0: uh <laughs> what do you uh, think yeah. yeah so sea of stars uh made being made by sabotage studios um Thank like you. wiley said um this is the supposedly the the prequel to the messenger um so this game is a turd-based rpg that kind of resembles like a chrono trigger in the ways where uh you have like different uh kinds of like inventory and like rest places it's turn-based uh battle-less battle systems uh really unique in a lot of ways in terms of some of those the mechanics that they have so they have one mechanic um so like each type of attack has like certain attributes to it um it can be just like a regular melee attack and you're only able to play in in this demo uh two different characters um which is their names are escaping me right now uh where you swap them on the fly You can swap them on the fly, so you can be like whoever you want to be the party leader. You can control one or the other. Um, And you you can see kind of like in this footage how we see an enemy right here up on the left. Um, So the enemies do appear in the overworld, so there's no like random encounters in this game. Um, And depending on like how you approach the enemies, they can either like get a sneak attack on you, or um, if you approach them from behind, you'll get like an extra little bit of damage on them. And you see how actually just right here in the footage you see how i like boosted up uh one of my attacks and every so every time you attack you do damage to the enemy but you also get sp points when you attack and then you use sp points to do things like spells and also when you attack an enemy they release these kind of like mana orbs or something which lets you boost and amplify whatever your next attack is so that's a really cool mechanic um so zale here uh he's like the fire the sun boy uh and then valer is the the moon girl mm-hmm. um, they're the
1: characters that i've seen in most of the
0: the you know promotional art yep so there are going to be more characters uh they just haven't introduced you to them yet um but the soundtrack uh just like in the messenger seems to be amazing so far uh they Great. have uh i'm pretty sure the same composer that worked on the messenger is working on this game as well um as well as they have like some guest composers lined up who are uh, i can't remember the name of one of the individuals but they have somebody who's pretty reputable i think the the person who uh design some of the tracks for chrono trigger is actually gonna be
1: helping make
0: some for for this game.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs>
1: I gotta say I'm looking at the screenshots and it looks great. I see the footage that you're throwing up and it's exciting. Is there any sort of uh tentative release date at this point?
0: Uh I mean they're still saying that they probably have a year and a half to two years to work on it. Oof. Um I mean this demo only lasted about uh an hour and a half. Uh, I mean, hopefully, the game is. That means the game is going to be like really robust, and there's going to be like mm-hmm. a lot of story to it. yeah, that, did you
1: get a, a glimpse into the story at all, or not so much? Uh,
0: not not really. I mean, they. I think they. they released this more as a as a gameplay demo, just to kind of let people get a feel of what it's going to feel like to play. Um, because I mean, there are di- There's just some dialogue in this demo, but every time something. Of importance comes up, they put a, they put text as redacted for spoilers, so they just like took out oh, like man. certain pieces of the dialogue. That's clever. I like that. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's so far, it's looking, it's really looking really good. I'm excited for it. Still have to wait a year and a half, two years, but they do have a. A discord channel i'm pretty sure you can still back it they have, they're they on another website now if anyone is interested in backing it um now people can do so oh yeah okay so it's not kickstarter anymore what is it <clears throat> no it's not on Kickstarter anymore it's on um i would have to look on their discord to see what the other thing was called it's like back five like back backer or something or other
1: but it's out there i'm sure you could just search for sea cool. of stars yeah, i'm and... sure i'm sure people can yeah search for it the footage does look pretty stunning. And as a big fan of the Messenger and those old school RPGs, for the most part, yeah, seems definitely. like a best of both worlds type thing. Yeah, check out the All gameplay, right, check out the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. You also have a video up on the YouTube channel if you just want to take check, check out the full demo playthrough, right? Yep, exactly. Cool. All right, Kenny, you're back in the hot seat. You've been playing this new Battletoads. It's on Xbox Game Pass. First Battletoads game in
2: 26 years. Was it worth the wait? <laughs> I would say so. I've been really enjoying it. You know, I've, I've started playing it. Um, I did take a little break from it because I was playing Madden. But it's a lot of fun. I do like the humor in it. Um, just the story so far is pretty clever. How they're going with it i don't want to spoil anything for anybody i would let everybody jump in and start playing it but i think they do very well to make it feel like a continuation of where you left off in the last battle game you know even though it, it, even if it felt like there was no story they're like kind of giving it a story okay um, and it, it, it like it really mixes up different kinds of gameplay like, you know i wasn't expecting right away um like a hover bike level so you had a hoverbike level this the, is a, the infamous
1: we, ones from the original game. Yep.
2: Yeah, so this mini game right here I was like, "Oh, this is fun." Um and it's very very funny how they how how they throw it in um because you'll you'll notice here she loses and it's almost like she's she's meant to lose here. Like there's no chance of her winning. Like they rigged it. The all three of them for her to lose. The dark queen. Um I I'd say it's it would be much better with others, but it's only couch co-op, which is where I say it drops the ball. That's where that's the only part I think it drops the ball is by making it only couch co-op. They could have at least hopefully added the online multiplayer, but here's to hoping with an update they can add that. I'm seeing from the footage here is that it seems a, a
1: little bit reminiscent of the juggle uh beat-em-up gameplay of streets of rage 4 nope. um maybe a little bit it's I definitely don't know.
2: faster i would say because i played streets of rage 4 and one of my my only gripes of it would have been the pacing and just how i felt like it could have have been faster or they could have given me like a dodge button mm-hmm But here you have the dodge and each one of the toads definitely is their own gameplay style one is much faster than all than the other two but he doesn't hit as hard so you're watching right now this is rash rash is not as strong as pimple and neither is he as fast as Zitz, but he is stronger than Zitz. And faster than Pimple, like so. It's like they all have their balance. Pimple hits extremely hard, but he's very slow. And Zitz, you could throw like twenty punches fast, uh, you know, in in like within seconds. But he's really not doing too much damage while he's throwing those punches. So it's all about what kind of gameplay style you want to go with. And you say that the, the and I've heard this on a couple other podcasts, is that the genres
1: tend to branch out in ways you wouldn't necessarily expect from beat em up. This looks sort of like a more traditional 3D arena boss fight. I mean, it's got beat up plane of going up and down a little bit, but I don't know. Maybe there it gets even less traditional than this. Can you can you explain about what type of things you might be doing other than running to the right and punching dudes?
2: Um, so there is I haven't reached it, but I did see off of a, you know, little spoiler-free review. There's a, a space battle like you're you're in space at one point in time having you know destroying things in a little ship so you'll you get to do things like that um if i remember correctly there is you know we you have the the hover the hover hover racing like the hover bike one (laughs) the hover
1: motorcycle
2: yeah the hover motorcycle one but you also get one where like they are running you know almost like a obstacle one where you're like dodging left and right and jumping over obstacles things like that where you really the enemy is just the obstacle obstacle course gotcha, and, it's very, on and, rails. It's, and it's very just fast fast paced and very reaction time cool um well you're just nearing the act the end of act one you think that there are three acts i'm i would say so I th- that's my guess right now. okay um i was looking at the achievements they don't seem too like too many. Uh, most of them kind of require the S rank in the mes- in the missions. I got a couple S ranks in some missions also getting all the collectibles in the mi- in each mission which is about mm, six or seven collectibles per mission.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking at the Metacritic. It's got a 72 on PC. The user scores are what is just extremely divided. It's got uh 46 positive reviews, 53 negative. With some, with some major issues about, I don't know, I think the overall art style and mm. stuff. But anyway, Haters Gonna Hate, glad that you're liking it, and we'll hear more about it on next week's show, I imagine.
2: My only for, sure, for sure. is <laughs>
1: that they took the bad
2: lady's boobs and made them smaller. I don't like that. Mm, <laughs> the Dark Queen. Yeah, the Dark Queen. They totally nixed her design, and I'm not a fan. <laughs> you bring you put that back <laughs> maybe they'll patch him in
1: oh ooh. oh i
2: idea. i did did not want to forget why before we moved on mm-hmm. i did play marvel's avengers beta this past oh month. i totally forgot okay well, I've my... spend a lot of
1: time on games so we are spending a
2: lot well
1: i, I think our the should... podcast <laughs> <laughs> our our topic of the show, I don't think, will take up as long as as some other ones in the past. So do worry,
2: you'll get your zoodles soon enough. Yeah. So, uh, Marvel's Avengers, I did the beta this weekend. Um, okay, I didn't so get to think? do any multiplayer. You know, my friends, they got the they got to get to that point. um I have too many games for me to juggle. I didn't get to that that area, but. Mm-hmm i have high expectations i actually think it's gonna be a fun multiplayer game so how many characters do you get to play as in this beta i got to play as five five, five. who's your fave? who's your least fave my favorite oddly enough was captain america okay yeah, i heard that his shield
1: feels pretty good to toss around
2: he and his combos are just fluid um, a lot more okay. fluid than everybody else his hand to hand and just tossing the shield is it just makes for very, very clean, very clean combos. Um, my second favorite would be Thor. Nice. Just being able to just throw his hammer and then kind of like pull it back while looking at a different enemy. So then it hit you hit one forward and then you're hitting one backwards with it. That's that, that's pretty cool. Um, his powers are pretty dope. Um my least favorite so far Iron Man, but I didn't get to play too much. I, uh, the, the guys told me that if I would have progressed a little further more, I would have gotten to another part where Iron Man would have been much better, but I didn't get to that point. How do you um, think
1: Hulk felt? Because I heard some pretty negative impressions about Hulk.
2: Uh, Hulk, man. I've, I, I died in this, during this beta using Hulk. I died like three four times. Um and there was one time on the bridge i died well not died but i got reset my my position was reset because i was jumping from one grapple thing to another and then i was saw enemies as i was jumping and i'm like oh i'm gonna do a a smash from the air and i smashed right into the water instead because there was really no way to aim my smash it was just straight down hulk smash with cannonball yeah so hulk really feels very slow you know, you got your dodge, but Hulk really doesn't dodge. It's almost like an extremely slow sidestep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he, got... go ahead. He, I like him, st- I would like them for what I played still better than Iron Man, just because of how strong he is, you know? Like, you could practically hit a couple enemies and you're done with them. But does he feel real clunky and just heavy and not going to be that fun to play as? Yeah. You know like if this is going to be a little fast place of you know um hero beat em up that you can party together and go through the story together hulk's not going to be the character i'm picking are there any boss fights in the beta so there's so on the bridge i get to fight taskmaster as um taskmaster as black widow and then oh. i get to fight further into the beta i get to fight abomination as the Hulk. word I'm not sure if there's another one how did, the, how did those feel the taskmaster one felt really good because these are characters that are very agile very combo based um both natasha romanoff black widow and taskmaster so it was it was fun mm-hmm. she felt really good actually wow yeah so yeah i even forgot about her that i played as her um but yeah she was pretty good she when it came to combo wise she was as almost as good as um captain america's combos the when it came to fluidity mm-hmm. and um the fight with abomination felt a little more like a slugfest and a little more slower i felt like i was just pounding away and this fight was taking so long because i just wasn't doing enough damage mm-hmm. so that's how i felt about that second fight
1: okay well that uh beta was what available to people that pre-ordered the game as oh, well was, as certain that was Verizon wireless one. oh it that wasn't was an a, open one
2: it was an open one on the at least on the xbox it was open
1: this past okay. weekend just for a weekend so no longer available nope. the game releases finally on the fourth of september fourth of september holy moly that is coming <laughs> right up same day as tony hawk pro skater one and two which is the game i will be playing well, all right, that was a big what we've been playing. And now we're going to move on to the topic of the show. This up, this last weekend was the DC Fandome, their online convention where they had all types of news, gameplay reveals, news about comics, news about TV shows, movies, all things DC. I think that it was a little bit more substantial than maybe some folks had expected. I think expectations whether or not they were high or low i think uh most were met from the general vibe of i've been getting from people's reactions Uh, we got a first gameplay look at gotham knights which is the batman uh follow-up to origins from ub or from wb montreal it is a two-player co-op game with four playable characters after batman's death they show it in the trailer not a spoiler uh, and then we also got the first look at Suicide Squad, the 2022 released, or 22, 2022 planned release from Rocksteady, their first game since 2015's Batman Arkham Knight. Wow, seven years. So Kenny, you're the other big comic guy. You're way more of a comic guy than me. What did you think about the you know, online convention
2: as a whole? What excited you? so me personally um i was i was very excited i saw these two games and i looked into them afterwards and i was like okay this is this is very exciting very very welcoming like i like i like where they're going you know i'm me personally i felt as though it's a nice departure you know not saying i love batman um but it'd be nice, you know. That he, he he has great characters in his in his in his story and his lore that can mm-hmm. get shine, and this is a good shine to them. And I, from my understanding, is Gotham Knights does not take part in the Arkham verse, right? Right. It's its own continuity. But um, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League does um, continue in the Arkham verse. True.
1: Yes, that is correct which I thought was interesting. And I kind of thought that was a theme throughout the whole entire conference was, hey, we're bringing back Ben Affleck as Batman and Robert Pattinson's is going to be Batman because multiverses. Hashtag, love the multiverse. <laughs>
0: um,
1: which really, you know, it makes sense for them because they, they do have these properties all over the place. You got your CW shows with the Flash and Arrow. You got your... Uh, joker movie which made a billion dollars last year you got uh you know the sort of disappointing dc cinematic universe which has not held a candle to the marvel cinematic universe as far as critical or fan reception so just sort of saying yeah it doesn't all have to make sense they're just stories with these characters and they might intersect in different ways you know you might see michael keaton come back (laughs) as Batman at
2: some point because that actually, would be cool. Actually, that is the rumors right now. Funny mm-hmm. yeah. that bring it up. But what people aren't realizing is that um I tried having this conversation. The Michael Keaton that we will see in the Flash movie because that's the rumors is that Michael Keaton will return as the Flash and in, in, uh as the ba- as Batman in the Flash movie where Ezra Miller he's actually going to play Thomas Wayne turns Batman. Uh, For those that don't know about the Flashpoint storyline, Flash goes back, saves his, uh, you know, messes with with the past and changes a lot of things that go into just messing with the continuity to the point where instead of Bruce Wayne's parents dying, Bruce dies. Wow. Wow. And his father becomes Batman. And his mother, Shocker, becomes the Joker.
1: Damn, this is crazy. So this is like making into the Spider-Verse seem like green eggs and ham. <laughs>
2: I, it was good. Into the Spider Verse I heard it was a lot better. putting in really quick. But uh I saw the Flashpoint Paradox when I was getting a tattoo uh like five years ago and I gotta say that was it was it was very entertaining. Right? It gives a nice little twist where, where, because his father as Batman is very ruthless not as you know or you know i don't hurt people yeah he's like i don't give a shit if i'll kill you anyway yep (laughs) isn't that the one where he like he tries to like get his powers back too and then batman he's just like oh if you try to recreate getting your powers back you're gonna you know get a fourth degree burn and be an ugly monster and he's like i don't care do it batman's like okay he just helps him do it yep helps him regain his powers and everything because he because since he never his his, since his mother was never killed and all this never happens he never becomes the Flash, so for him to go back in time to fix things, he needs to now regain his powers and needs to tap into the, uh, wow, I forget what's the, the whole, the speedster, whatever that is, you know, power. That's okay.
1: So the footage that Tyler's throwing up on the screen is from Suicide Squad. Earlier it was from Gotham Knights, if you are watching the video version. I kind of want to go in order of, of those two games uh, about what our initial thoughts were. Gotham Knights, I already said a little bit, described it earlier, but it's a, um, you can play it single player or with another friend cooperatively. The four playable characters that we know of are Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood, who, if you follow oh. Batman lore, you're probably pretty familiar with them. Uh, different stages were Batman's sidekick. And so it'll be neat to be able to choose from the four of them. We saw about six, seven minutes of gameplay. Definitely seemed like pretty in line with what we know from the Arkham series, which, as far as you know, it, it's it's hand-to-hand combat, it's mixture of stealth and action, uh, it's gadgets usage and stuff like that. Uh,
2: I, um And and but- it looks like uh, Batgirl may be the most that resembles um, gameplay like Batman. I've, it seems like she might feel the most like like playing as Batman, whereas Mm -hmm. Nightwing will play a lot faster. He has his dual batons. Um, Mm -hmm. Seems like Robin's going to be able to zip through using some kind of, you know, fast motion teleporting I saw from some of the gameplay. And Red Hood, of course, using guns. So we don't see Batman using any guns. So Batgirl seems like from the gameplay, the closest to you know just any kind of batman gameplay or fighting style in in this one
1: Mm -hmm. and so one thing that's new for this and could be good could be could be pretty bad is the fact that this has leveling and it has enemies that have levels above their heads and numbers flying out of them when you do damage and part of me wonders is this going to really go for the games of the service thing, or is it going to be sort of action RPG light a la something like Assassin's Creed Origins or something? Like, I, I don't want this to be something that I'm having to grind missions out in order to level up. Like, I hope that it has a concise story that has some end game content, maybe that if people want to really get into high level play, but I, I hope that it's, it doesn't cut, turn into too much of a side questathon a thon slash never-ending cycle of finding better gear i don't know how you feel about that
2: kenny i definitely feel the same way i hope it doesn't become something where i need to grind too much well give me side quests i'm all for side quests right but as long as it's not something i need to fully do every single one to beat the game as not if i could go through the main story and be able to beat it even if if they if these bosses you know aren't something where like oh you're required to be level 25. To beat this boss like no like if i'm level 13 going into this boss as long as i'm good i could beat it then perfect right
1: yeah I'm i honest. actually think that the director did say something about how if you come into this mr freeze fight which we're seeing here at level five he actually will have a different move set and deal less damage than if you go in at level 15. Oh, so man, that's, perfect. that's pretty cool it's it is pretty oh, cool what, what oh, do you oh, think oh. of this other of footage you saw tyler
0: um, I think it looks like a fun game. Looks like a game I might be interested in. Um, you bringing up Assassin's Creed definitely um, made me, more than I think about it, this game kind of gave me that that kind of vibe. Um, so if it's like that maybe I'll, I'll give it a shot. I really haven't been into many of the the Batman games in the past, um, but I do like a good uh, RPG, RPG lite.
1: Now, Kenny, I ha- this game teases at the end who the villains of the ser- of the game is going to be—the Court of Owls. Yeah. Um, have you read any of the new Fifty Two Court of Owl like uh, stories? Y- yeah.
2: No, I haven't, but I know a good a good like you know little bit a little little bit about them, and I know that they are kind of like just masterminds behind a lot of things in Gotham. Um they're like the they, Illuminati
1: of, yeah the Illuminati.
2: Exactly. That's the best way to describe them. They are mm-hmm. the Illuminati of Gotham, older than the city itself. Um, been around uh, living underground, have these acolytes, these fanatics. It's almost like a one big cult that's been around forever. And they are, you know, up their top tier, you know, threats to Batman and to Gotham. And I actually was excited first when the rumors came out that it was gonna be a quarter of story. And I was like, wow, Batman against the Court of Owls. I'm for it, right? And now I'm even more excited because it's not Batman against the Court of Owls, you know? Um, I think he's
1: really dead. I think he's
2: really dead. I think so. I, I think that we'll get to see that the Court of Owls took him out once and for all, right, in this continuity. And, you know, let's go from there. I'm a little, I'm a little shocked at that I really thought that the Robin was going to be Damien but it's actually tim drake oh huh yeah Yeah,
1: i I read a little bit of the batman and robin with with damian those were good the new 52 and i highly recommend checking out the original batman new 52s which were focused on the court of owls you can find the graphic novels for like 10 or to 13 bucks on amazon and i read up the first one through four trades and then sort of fell off but the first couple are court of owls based in Really good when I was going through a major Batman phase a few years ago. Sorry, I'm just looking out the window because it just started pouring. It's <laughs> pouring and the cats are up and being all excited, so that's that's what's going on here. What about you guys? You hearing any things on your roof?
0: No, nothing here.
2: nope huh. Looking kind of clear over here. Over you I'm just hearing
0: your lovely voices.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there is again.
1: All right so we didn't get to see any gameplay of rock games we did get a pretty substantial sort of flavor trailer got a look at who we're going to be playing as we get there the shark is there harley quinn is there uh who else captain Deadshot,
2: boomerang.
1: captain boomerang so a lot of people that i didn't know about that, that like we'll also talk about the suicide trailer uh, squad trailer for the movie um i think this one Like it was great that we finally got a look at it, but I wanted to see more. I wanted to see some some gameplay, some like overview. Is this going to be, you know, a loop based? Is this going to be going straight for the Avengers lunch when it comes out? Um, Or is it its own type of thing? You know, this is coming from Rocksteady, one of the most, you know, they made that trilogy on the PS3 and uh, PS4 uh, slash 360, Xbox One that's responsible for. Doing what you want, some game to do to anime games, making superhero games be respected and like really looked forward to. Uh, so it's got a lot of hype writing on it. What What do you guys think of, of the footage that was shown? I mean, it's really um, hard to
0: say because it was just a animated trailer. Um, do you like the vibe? Um, it was alright. <laughs> that's all i can really say yeah like i don't right I, I, not I'm, a lot not, to say. I'm not a fanboy.
2: yeah that's a, that was a tough one i'm excited for it just because it's different um you know we're coming from the the villain side you know even though they're they're the suicide squad so they got the things around their neck that if they don't listen they could well, amanda water could blow their heads off but um it's a it's a nice little change of pace like i can own i i wait how well rock does some of these fights at times i am excited to see how it's gonna look and feel to fight superman with three Mm -hmm. people you know yeah three people alongside me i think that's gonna be fun
1: yeah i I hope we get to, to look at
2: that before another year passes exactly and i wonder like are these gonna be like is the superman fight gonna be like a raid you know like are we gonna go storm Um, his, you know, his base in the north, in the in the icy tundra, as a mini raid type. That sounds cool, right?
1: Yeah, I I wonder. Everything wants to be a live game that's got multiple seasons, and people keep coming back to. And you assume that's what they're going for here. But I hope they still make a great campaign that stands the test of time. That you don't need to necessarily have the latest update to play. But Mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see.
2: Oh, my brain is like running and running circles it's like imagine imagine storming the Am- uh, amazon for wonder woman come come out the wonder woman as well yeah.
1: yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool
2: mm-hmm.
1: speaking of wonder Woman, we're going to be moving on now i think from the games that were talked about we got several looks at new movies including one for wonder woman 1984. what did you think of that did you get a chance to watch it
2: I actually haven't got a chance to watch the trailer for Wonder Woman, but I really enjoyed the first one, and I think the director and Gal Gadot are a great combo. So I expect good things from this movie. You know,
1: it looks pretty neat. I mean, it looks like the humor's back in, in a good way. Chuckled a couple times. Definitely got that "oh,
2: we're in the '80s" type thing,
1: type of thing going on a couple moments. But the fights, uh, you know, Kristen Wiig, Wiig is playing um, Cheetah. And her design looks okay. She's being more serious than I don't typically see her. And overall, I thought it looked pretty neat. the the trailer that really stuck out to me, though, was the director's trailer of the Suicide Squad. Did you get a chance to check that one
2: out? No, either. No, i was just a busy weekend that I haven't even gotten to that. Um, All right. these screen grabs of of it, and I saw the abundance of characters. we're gonna be we're gonna be seeing in that in that movie Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it's pretty nuts so i think i what i'm expecting is gonna be you know he's gonna have his quirky humor that like he's brought to guardians of the galaxy to Mm -hmm. suicide squad and i think the the shine to all these b b list characters is gonna be an an, you know it's gonna give them the create the creative you know freedom to do more than you would expect when you're like taking big name villains.
1: Mhm. I you know the way they characterizes it's a 1970s war movie. Um the the cast is is pretty nuts and he hypes it up as you know the biggest film he's ever done. Talks about how the whole set vibe was different than back in the original Suicide Squad which was really bad. You, you, would you agree with that
2: yeah i would agree yeah. with that.
1: yeah i mean like not the worst movie we've ever seen but it was pretty darn and, bad
2: and to hear like you would you when you actually look into that and you hear the re- interviews with david ayers of, in regards to the first one there is so much of the movie that they that was cut that wasn't even his choice that was like mm-hmm. upper upper higher ups that were like oh no we we don't want this in the movie and he was like, at one at one point in time, it was no longer his movie. And it was whatever they wanted to put out.
1: That reminds me of another thing we can talk about next. Uh, the Justice League Snyder Cut, the long-rumored, heavily-requested, four-hour, it turns out, cut of the <laughs> other disappointing DC film, Justice League, which I think came out in 2017. Yeah. So... They are going to be releasing this in four parts on HBO Max. And let's see how long the original Justice length Justice movie was.
2: It was about it clocked in about two and four eighty-five minutes. I want to say two forty-five, two fifty-two.
1: Straight two hours, man. Just straight two hours. Straight straight two hours, which is short for a for a superhero movie.
2: I felt like it was longer. I might have watched the you know slightly extended one which was like i think i had like another like 15 uh 20 minutes in it. Okay.
1: Well, this is more than this is doubling the length and it's going to be released as a sort of mini series thing and it seems crazy that they had that much footage to work with. I don't know if they went back and filmed anything additional. I don't think so. No. But I'm sure that this is going to be mixed up and cut in a way that is changes the flow of it completely. I mean, it's twice as long. Uh, it's the movie has its Um, what do you call it, apologists that think that it's misunderstood and actually pretty good but overall, I know the movie was a box office failure and a critical and fan disappointment so if they can turn it around that would be pretty cool and perhaps maybe we'll get the ultimate Suicide Squad edition that has way more than the five minutes of Jared Leto as Joker that we got.
2: Yeah, Maybe we'll get the David Ayer's cut just like we got the Snyder Cut.
1: I do think that it's been neat how HBO and uh, DC, it's kind of become the destination for all that content, whether it be the movies or the few series like uh, Titans. Is, is Titans on there?
2: I don't think Titans is, but I do know Doom Patrol is there and the Harley Quinn yeah. animated series, which I've started watching recently.
1: OK, and I just Googled this. Titans season three will apparently reportedly air on HBO Max so maybe the okay. movie will or maybe that'll make the transition there but yeah it sort of, it sort of felt nice and cohesive having all that stuff in in one space and it just as a whole I think HBO Max's collection is pretty
2: pretty sick yeah and I'm pretty sure they're phasing out uh, okay, the also- universe to move everything over to HBO Max
1: all right so we also got a couple other movie announcements i don't have too much to say about them so we don't have to really get into them and so there was the flash movie which is going to feature batman that's we also talked a little bit earlier maybe multiple batmans ezra miller returning um i think who knows i'll be able to make an opinion on whether or not i want to see that after i see the snyder cut because (laughs) it was a he he got some screen time he he made me chuckle a couple times it's sort of the comic relief in the justice league but uh we'll have to see a little bit more of of ezra who I actually went to middle school with and um used to know way back when oh nice so y'all what shall we conclude episode 68 of the level with you show with a to- rendition to- of tune something? In
0: on thursday or the live stream of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Crystal Chronicles, <laughs> that's this, baby. <laughs> that's this week. Yeah it is. That's, yeah, brother. We got so Rocky is the game Man technically Randy out today? No, it comes out Thursday. Comes out Thursday. Okay. I already got a pre-order. Cool. And what time? What time? Yeah, so I saw it pop up my screen. Uh, I wasn't able to download pre-load it though. Um, what time are we thinking for that? um i don't know like 7
0: 30.
1: okay okay we'll talk a little bit about more about that soon yeah tune in final fantasy crystal chronicles we will be streaming that game as well as madden on monday and who else knows what throughout the week thank you for tuning into the show thank you anthony for being with us even if you're not showing with us (laughs) and we'll see everybody next week All right, catch you all later. See you on the streams.
2: Bye. I'm always watching.
0: Goodbye.